go. And there you are. Hi, you're watching and listening to Sipping Off the Cuff on Tequila Aficionado Media on all of our channels and networks. I'm Mike Morales here in sweltering San Antonio. That young man out there is... Rick Levy in sunny Escondido, California. Ah, and you're going to have to speak up a little bit, Rick, again, for some reason. Not sure why, but that's okay. Um, Escondido. Uh, <laughs> the password is... <laughs> remember that one? The password is... <laughs> that's what we're having tonight, boys and girls. We're having Penta Tequila. This is brand new. You may or may not have seen this on uh, out there in the wild. Um I, I, I know a little bit about it. Uh, if you've been following this particular uh, line of, of questioning, <laughs> of reviews, um, you know that, that um, uh, this one has a... I, I've been very excited to try and taste this for a, at least a year, okay? The, the packaging, we had to nominate these guys for Brands of Promise in packaging, bar none. This is... Look at, look at the... Look at the boxes. Look at look at this one. The añejo comes in this chocolate box, and and you can see if you if you hold it to the light, you can actually see the word añejo in even darker chocolate. Okay, <laughs> it's like it's it's almost a it's like that magic. See that? See where it says añejo right there? So anyway, we've had a lot of fun with this brand because there's so much work that goes into it. Um. But what we're going to do is we're going to taste it first, and then we're going to give you all the ins and outs. So what are you going to use tonight, Rick? I'm using my Glencairn. Uh, I'm using my Stossel Harito. Okay. So let's, let's go here. Uh, I see bubbles. I see bubbles in my glass. You know how I love bubbles. He loves the bubbles. Yeah, there you go. Uh, now, for aging purposes, how, how many years is this one aged? Uh, the Añejo is 14 months in a combination of new and seasoned French, American, and Hungarian barrels. Hungarian. Who knew that hun there were barrels? Hun Only a wine guy... No, I said I, I would the reason I say only wine guys know what that is is because the five owners who are involved in this are winemakers. They're they're from Napa, right? Right. So as you can see, this is this is just gorgeous. Um it it's not very dark though. Um which is which is okay. Nothing wrong with that. There's some really nice legs on it. Nice legs and tears on this one. Very pretty. Uh, in fact, can anybody see that? Yeah, you can see that on my on my blank wall. <laughs> hey, is that a Zoom background you've got there? No, that's the real thing. <laughs> Beautiful legs and tears, folks. This is just uh, if you if you've been with us through this tasting, you know that the uh, the diamante they're calling it. It is a it is a um, uh, it is a Cristalino, okay, so they don't have a Blanco per se. It's a Tequila Reposado Cristalino, Penta Diamante. The Reposado is, is fairly young for a Repo, 
Yep. And yeah, the repo and is nine idea, months. So we have fallen all over ourselves because the 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 just the nose. There's so much there's so much going on in the nose. And 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 I'll be honest, we just I just broke the seal. We both just broke the seal on ours. You're gonna have to let it open up. It's got if it, it's gonna it's reacting very much like a wine, honestly. Yeah. It uh, is reacting all, with all, the air. Oh the first two expressions, you're gonna have to sit with it. And then once it opens up for you, you you're gonna wanna sip it because the stuff that's that's happening there is too much to unpack. It's too much. It'll open up and then it'll take you places. If you're not careful. <laughs> <laughs> You'll you'll be sequestered in, in, in place, but that's what we do anyway. Wow. Now the some of the wood notes are are hardier. They're coming across a lot more focused now uh, in the in the añejo than they did in the repo. Yeah, I'm wondering if I uh, blew out my uh, olfactory sense on the other two expressions. Yeah. <laughs> Now on the on the reposado, I detected just a hint of anise, like in the center, and um, I'm not. I don't think I'm getting that right now. But you said you were getting some dried fruit on the reposado, so that to me that that's coming from the barrel, and and I think the more sips that I took, the drier. Uh, the like the the tannins and whatever wine barrels they were using, I would imagine it's the Hungarian wine, the Hungarian barrels, um, were were doing their job. You know, they were they were coming through now. And I think the añejo is is more than just an older version of the reposado. I think they might be, you know, treating this expression as like a completely different um, continuity, maybe. If that's the right. We can almost hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're, we're having. I'll try, to, we're I'll try to boost my audio in post. There you go. There you go. Speak louder. <laughs> Our top story tonight. <laughs> oh wow! This is definitely as it as it opens up. You're. There are more characteristics coming through, and it even smells drier. Yeah. All right, I'm going in. Let's do it. <clears throat> oh my God. Wow. Big wood, big wood finish. A lot what of spice. Finish. Yeah, this um, this finish. Um, holy cow! Outstanding. And it's and it's a warm fuzzy now. It's 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 almost like it's a like it's reacting almost like a mezcal. I'm getting just the smallest hint of sweetness on the initial hit on the palate, mm. but um, there's uh, there's not a lot of sweetness to the profile. No, 
the sweet you know it's funny thing is it, it if if there's any sweetness on the entry it's probably from the agave because they're, they're using agave from all the five growing regions kind of like an 80 20 split probably um but the you know we talked about it in the reposado where the I, there, the the French oak wasn't coming across like some of the tequilas that we have tasted that are exclusively French oak. Um, this one, this one doesn't have that. It's like you said, the the sweetness only happens at the rear, at the end of the of the palate, not at the front, and it's not coating. It's 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 interesting that it's re, the more of these I had with the repo, the more it began to to quote the uh, coat the palate. In kind of a wine kind of way, it was it was drier, and I'm getting the same thing here. Not a not like a bourbon dryness, because that's just from the booze itself, I think. But um, there's a there's like a wine quality to it. Yeah, well, it's not surprising with the uh, with the makers. So, what's our price point on this uh, this baby? Yeah, so What's the price it going to send me back, Rick? <laughs> the Añejo is going to set you back $150, suggested retail. Let's see. This is an Añejo that, that reacts a lot. Like, there are some extra Añejos that have to get to this point to have this much character in it. They're doing this, they're doing this by blending the barrels. And, and, and how many months was this Añejo? Uh, it is 14 months. So they're getting uh, the characteristics of an extra añejo out of an añejo at 14 months by blending barrels. Yeah. And uh, so they have an emphasis on new oak, but uh, for their um, used barrels, they have a mix of one-year, three-year, five-year, 10-year, and 20-year barrels. Yeah. So. Uh, that that was, here's the funny, here's the story, okay. Uh, I interviewed the, the people involved in this. In this, there are five partners. That's why it's called Penta. But, but the person who who's involved in this is the master. One of the master distillers. His name is Jose Aceves, and we've interviewed him on our open bar. We are going to in, uh, have him in our one of our future profiles in a guy with spirits books. He and his brothers run Casa Aceves, and they are um, they're like a full service house. So not only can they help you with the agave, they can help you with a certain, he works with certain distilleries and he can help and help you blend it. So he was telling me in this interview about this Penta and how he was jumping through all these hoops and blending and, you know, and, and the different ages of the barrels and all that stuff that you just said, he told me in the interview. And I said, how do I get samples? This was even before it went on market. All right. And I've been chasing it for a year. I've been trying to get this tequila to us. And so finally, uh, I, I got a hold of the, the, them through their Instagram because they didn't have an Instagram up until recently. And it turns out that the guy that, they, that is working with them is in Houston. And he had just started working with them when, when the whole pandemic hit the, hit the, hit the fan, okay? So, uh, so he's been trying to get it into the Houston area as well as Dallas, and he has, uh, uh, he's got family here in San Antonio. So... Hopefully you'll see this by the time you see this video, it'll be all over Texas. <laughs> so, and I'm sure it's somewhere in California. Um, I, I gotta say though, Rick, 150 for this Añejo is not a, not a bad deal. 
It's 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 a pretty singular now. Now, uh, are we getting as much? Uh, are you sensing as much characteristics on on the anejo as you as we did on the reposado, or is it, or is it, are um, are less faceted, let's say, than the first two? I'm trying to figure that out because I think the first comment you made where this is really focusing on the deeper wood notes is really key to this profile. So, you know, we're kind of working in a, in a different end of the palette, I guess. And I don't mean the palette, I mean like the, yeah. you know, the, the or palette. Different end of the, the aroma and flavor wheel. Right. So, you know, there could be, you know, I think there's a lot going in here that you could still pick apart. It's just in, a, in, in another part of that flavor wheel and aroma wheel. Yeah, and, and the other thing too is you need to spend some time with it. I mean, you know, we, we try not to go too too long on some of these videos, but but you can't help it yeah. sometimes because you know so as it's opening up, you know, I'm now you know I'm getting a little bit of coffee, I'm getting a little bit of, a little bit of uh, caramel and vanilla, uh, and a little bit of that dried fruit too. Yeah, yeah, you I know you you detected you said you mentioned that dried fruit, and it could be you know. There's a certain dryness, and then there's a there's this undertone. I want to say ta tannins. I, I want to say that there's some kind of wine element that I'm, yeah. and I'm not a big wine guy. So some of you wine guys out there might be able to pull this out better than we could. Um, it it but, has that tannic quality where it's you know it's it's dry on the palate. Yeah, it's there's a sweetness, but it's not a cloying sweetness, and it's not one that sticks to your palate. It's not. That, that's not what it is. Yeah. I, you know, I might go so far as to say that this is not a sweet profile. You know, it's, it's a what kind of profile? Not a sweet profile. Yeah, it's not. Because the sweet, you know, the sweetness, you got to dig for it. Yeah, yeah. It's not the one. If you're looking for a sweet añejo or a reposado, you're not going to, you'll be disappointed again, folks. It's not, yeah. this is not, um, this was you know, if you're a if you're a bourbon or whiskey guy coming over looking at the uh, aged tequilas, you know this is not going to be an expected profile. Yeah, you're not going to be able to pinpoint. It's not. It's not what you'll be used to. Okay. Yeah, um, I would say it's you know it's. You know, but if you're a wine person, you would probably love this. Yes, I would say I would say if you've experimented with. Hardy red wines, uh, maybe not so much that. Well, if you're a light wine person like like me, I love. If I drink anything, it's a California Zin, you know, a, a, a Rhine wine. I'm not like I said, I'm not a big wine guy. But if you're a light wine drinker, that that Cristalino, that's for you, okay. But if you're like Hardy red wine, you know, <clears throat> wines from Napa. If there if there are certain wines or brands that you enjoy. You're right, Rick. This is this is for the wine crowd. This is this belongs in the wine aisle, not the tequila aisle. Right. You know, this is the way this is the way we can bring in the wine folks to the tequila world. I, I'm telling you, because it's not reacting. You know, and, and the thing is, the two of us are going back and forth because I'm not much of a wine person. So and and we you know, when you had enough of these, you kind of know what to expect. You know what the natural progression is of this of these of these expressions but this didn't follow any of that 
and I'm really enjoying it. I'm really digging it, man. There's, there's yeah. really, and I, and again, I would say that the Repo is probably a good cigar, Reposado, and this one, this one could probably stand up to a little bit more um, robust cigar. I still wouldn't go like a harsh Dominican. I, I couldn't do that, but maybe a really decent Nicaraguan, you know, um, I think it would stand up. And you know what? And because it's a, because it's a, um, kind of it, it's reacting like a wine you could probably pair this really well with food wouldn't you i would think so wow so what's our what's our bottom line are we going to go brand of promise nominee on this one too you know it it is going to be so hard to compare against you know, at the end of the year against the other Añejos in the category because yeah. it's such a singular profile. Yeah, it's it's really, really different. I, I'm going to go out on a limb and go here, you know, Brandon Promise nominee, but there's something um, I'll have to do. So we'll have to do some analyzing maybe off camera and figure out what where we can fit this in the category because it's it it's not your average tequila. It's not reacting like your average tequila. Uh, Añejo tequila, it's not what you expect. It yeah, is very it's gonna, much. It's going to challenge your expectations. Yes, yes, it will. And and you know we can go on and on, but we're not gonna. We're gonna let you guys do that. Um, that is our take on Penta tequila. The whole the whole three the whole five the whole five yards. <laughs> uh, we want to thank those guys at Penta for making this happen. Casa Seves, congratulations, Ana Maria. What what she's she's just. She's a blending yeah. bruja, man. She's yeah. this is this is the one we had from her at, at, at Corrido from the same distillery. Yes, she's back. She's helping Corrido do their thing now. Um, this is our third tequila that we've had where she's been involved uh, this year. This year, so I'm I'm very excited for what she's doing, ladies and gentlemen. If you have had Penta, if you've tasted it somewhere, you've got a bottle, you hung on, hung on to it. Let us know what you think in the comments below if you're watching us on YouTube. If you're listening to us on, on iTunes and Spotify, just turn up your volume. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, but whatever you do, you know, tomar sabiamente. Sip wisely. <laughs>